Welcome to Life and DNA with Amanda Renee. I'm so glad you joined me today. Let's get started. Hey guys, it's Amanda. Welcome to Life and DNA with Amanda Renee. I'm glad you could join me again. Um, yes, I'm wearing the same thing from Tuesday <laughs> because I try to get all my recording done in one day. I have so much going on with uh, homeschooling and trying to keep the house clean and get everybody where they need to go. So I try to knock this out uh, one afternoon. <laughs> but today I want to talk about a little bit about a few things. Um, Halloween. Halloween's coming up. As a Christian, that's always kind of a iffy one for me. Um, I kind of, with my kids, just tried to make it a fun thing. I try to focus on, and that's kind of what our church does too. Um, I just try to make it fun. We don't dress as anything evil. We don't dress as anything, you know, bad, um, or wicked. Just fun dressing up and, you know, eating lots of candy. That's basically how I've handled it because <clears throat> I don't want to, I don't put up Halloween decorations. Um, not that I'm, you know, knocking anybody that does, but that's just my choice, my preference. I've never been a huge Halloween decoration person anyway. I know as kids, I would try to make like little trash bag ghosts to hang on the tree, but that's about as far as I went with that. Um, so I let my kids or we let our kids dress up just as fun things or superheroes or just stuff they're interested in. My son is into wrestling. So a lot of times he'll be a wrestler this year. He's a ninja. And so, although there are skulls on the costume, which I don't see as evil. He might not wear them to our uh, church fall festival. If the rain doesn't keep us from getting to have that. Um, but he'll wear it everywhere else because I don't, it, they aren't anything like scary. It's just skulls. And my daughter, she's going as a biker chick. <laughs> she is obsessed with, uh, the book, The Outsiders and the movie. Like she has it. I don't know how many times she's read that book. She loves that book. <laughs> and so she wants to kind of be edgy like the greasers. So that'll be fun. Um, we have so many, like, as far as homeschool goes, I mean, do you guys have, you that homeschool, do you have so many events that you have to kind of take a break from school sometimes? I mean, especially holidays, but I remember Halloween was always a one day event when I was growing up. Now they have stuff starting Friday and Halloween's not till Tuesday. And we have stuff almost every day, the the whole time between Friday and Tuesday. Multiple things they have to go do. Multiple days they have to get dressed. So I'm thankful that my son doesn't have a bunch of face makeup like he did last year. He went as the wrestler Jeff Hardy last year and I had to do the full face paint, I think, three different times on him, which was a lot. Um... So I might be taking a break. We still haven't carved pumpkins. They get moldy so fast around here because it's still 
fairly warm where we are. And so I'll probably take a couple of days off this week and a few days off next week and combine my week somehow so that we get a full week's worth of school in, but some days to have fun too. And I need to catch up on housework. That's after last week's episode about getting organized. I kind of looked around my house with, uh, fresh eyes and realized, wow, I just did a whole podcast on, uh, being organized and keeping my house clean. And it, I mean, I mentioned in there that we had been busy, so it was, wasn't where I normally keep it, but yeah, I need to, uh, take a couple of days to just get some of the clutter out, get the laundry room organized again, because every time I organize that room, everyone puts something in it and just junks it right back up. It is a never ending battle with that room, but I need to get it organized, especially with, um, the holidays coming up. We always decorate our tree the weekend before Thanksgiving. That way we didn't go through all that work for nothing. And I like having the tree up. It looks pretty. I'm usually the last one up at night, so it always just feels nice to have all the lights on, all on the tree. And that way, too, we're not stressed out around Thanksgiving, because once Thanksgiving hits, it's it's kind of crazy. So we try to get that done the week in before. So I don't have a whole lot of time between now and then to get organized and get everything clean and my kids really need to get the rooms totally clean because we have to rearrange furniture just to put our Christmas tree up in our house. Um, So I really need to work on that and that'll help with taking some days off of homeschooling to kind of get that done. Um, And then I wanted to talk about my son's asthma. I mean, I know a lot of kids have to deal with that. Um, Do any of you have kids or you yourself deal with it? I have exercise-induced asthma is what my doctor told me when I was a teenager. I played basketball, and when my coach would make us run up and down the court several times, uh, and it didn't matter, it was, I could be in good shape. I mean, it could be in the middle of the season and we've been doing drills and working out and doing all of that for months. And I would still, if I did too much, it would feel like my windpipe was just closing and I could not get any air. So I've had an emergency inhaler off and on since I was a teenager. Uh, But my son has full blown asthma. Um, if you've listened, you've heard me tell the story about when he was, had to be in the hospital for almost a whole week. Um, and that was before we knew, I think two Christmas or two Decembers before that, um, I had had to take him to the emergency room and I can't remember what kind of respiratory thing he had. And I still like, we have one of the worst ERs in the town where next to where we live. I live in a really small town. There's not even a hospital here, but in the next biggest town, the hospital is like a love hate relationship. There's certain doctors that I absolutely love 
And then there's certain aspects of it that are atrocious, like really bad. And the ER doctor that night that I had to take my son in wouldn't help him. Um, because he was not fully vaccinated yet. He was like three. So I, my daughter had a reaction to them when she was a baby. We, I blindly followed, uh, the schedule the doctor had said, and she got, you know, the multiple shots in one day, all the different times that they told us to. And, uh, she ended up having a febrile seizure at, at one point. So when my son came along, I was going to be way more cautious. I only let them give him like one at a time. And I waited until he was older. Um, Oh, you know, like a year old to, to start on some of them. And you can agree or disagree. I, that's just what I did. <laughs> and that's how we chose to handle it. Um, because we didn't want him going through what our daughter went through. And so, you know, he was always really healthy up until then. Um, but he got sick and he just couldn't breathe. And for him, I guess the cold air is a really big trigger. And we learned that that year. Um, but I didn't know it was asthma. Nobody uh, found that or maybe it hadn't turned into that yet. I don't know. So he wouldn't help him and I couldn't get him into his regular doctor, um, right away. So we went to an urgent care and that doctor, when I told him what the other doctor said and that he didn't help him, he was pretty pissed. He was not happy about that either. And he said he should have helped him because the thing he was saying was he was worried about was so minuscule, like there was no chance of it happening. <laughs> and so that doctor helped him. And then, uh, the next time it got cold, uh, something similar happened. And <clears throat> I think that one was maybe whooping cough. It was something like that. And then the next year, that's when he ended up in the hospital and we found out he had asthma. Um, they said certain, um, viruses can trigger it too. This was all right before COVID came out. I still think that he may have had that and that might be what triggered it because they could not figure out what virus it was that triggered him. And then right after all of that, I mean, just a few months after he was out of the hospital is when all the COVID stuff came out. <clears throat> and so once we got that figured out, we had to go to an asthma and allergy specialist. He had to do the whole, where they prick his back and find out what he's allergic to. And it was a lot of molds. Um, he was allergic to some grasses and trees, but it was mostly mold. Um, and so he's just had to be on inhalers and, um, an allergy pill since he was five and now I had to take him. He's, he usually gets triggered a couple of times a year and the poor kid, every time they, he does get triggered, 
um, and it starts turning into a cough. Like we even, after he was in the hospital, we invested in an at home nebulizer machine so that we could give him breathing treatments at home to kind of help prevent maybe having to use the steroid all the time. And, but he still had to have it a couple of times a year. So we just went to his asthma specialist appointment. He, he was going once a year, uh, cause he'd been doing pretty good. Um, but when he was looking at his history this year, he was like, well, he's getting triggered too often. Like it, even though it was a few times a year, it was too more often than what he would like. And so he's it's like, well, we're not maintaining it well enough. So he's changing his inhaler, which is proving to be, um, a task because the inhaler they want him to have that'll last longer, um, is expensive and not covered greatly by the insurance. So I'm working with them to try and figure that out and get him a new inhaler this week. And now he has to be seen, uh, twice a year instead of once a year. Because he gets triggered. He got triggered, I think, twice. At least twice in the spring. So now he wants to see him around that time. So that he can um, check on him and see how he's doing. When we went to uh, this latest appointment for the yearly appointment, he had to be re-pricked. Which was sad. Um, but he... I mean, he's nine. He did. And he's a boy. He's tough. He did good. And... He tested, so he was negative on all the grasses and trees now, but positive for molds and guinea pigs because my daughter has guinea pigs. She keeps them in her room, um, <clears throat> and he didn't tell us we have to get rid of them. That's what we were afraid of at first, but he tested positive for that. So no more holding guinea pigs for him, and he isn't going to hang out in his sister's room while they're in there. <clears throat> but, and then the doctor told us that, um, he would be a good candidate for allergy shots now. And so I guess that as they do that and build up in your system that they can actually, your body can get used to it and then they won't be, they won't react to it anymore. It won't trigger their asthma. And so in a few years time, he can be totally off the inhalers and not need steroids multiple times a year. And that would be awesome. Um, I was afraid he would be a little scared of that, but he was like, no, yes, I want that. <laughs> so we're waiting for that medicine to come in and then he'll start having to have shots once a week for eight months and then every other week. But thankfully, because his asthma doctor, the specialist is two and a half hours away in over by the city. So thankfully his doctor will administer the shots for him down here. So we just have to set up a day and time. And she was happy that we homeschool because then we won't be adding to the rush of kids that comes in at three o'clock to get their allergy shots. So that is what we're doing with him right now. He just got finished with a round of, uh, steroids because right after I took him to the allergy specialist, <clears throat> they redid his uh, breathing test to how 
hard he was blowing, and he was only blowing 60%, which put him in the yellow zone. And the yellow zone just means, like, you need to see the doctor and you need to be on top of it. Because red zone means another hospital stay and nobody wants that. And, um, so we, I've been having him on the nebulizer. He's done the steroid. He has a follow-up with his regular doctor tomorrow so she can check him. I'm hoping he's improved. He still has a cough, so I'm really hoping he doesn't need another round of steroids because they make him very hyper and kind of annoying <laughs> because he will not shut up when he's on those. So even my husband noticed, he was like, he just took the steroid, didn't he? <laughs> so we don't want that. Not to mention that's not good for him to have to be on it a lot. So we're trying, I'm trying to get it where he doesn't have to have that again and just can feel better because <clears throat> it's really sad seeing him when he can't breathe. It's hard. Um, and hard for me too, because it's almost like you have, I don't want to say PTSD because that isn't right, but almost like a trauma response <laughs> to when he starts getting that cough and getting that, a lot of times I'll put the air mattress up in his room and sleep just so that I can sleep through the night. And when I get up, no, he's breathing. It's just kind of freaks me out after the whole hospital visit it was just really scary. <clears throat> so I'm a little traumatized by it. I know he probably is too. So sometimes he'll ask me, like, will you sleep in there with me so that in case he needs a breathing treatment or something, I can get up and help him with it. Um, <clears throat> so that's where we are with that. Oh, I wanted to say, um, Friday, well, when you're listening to this, it will have already happened, but be looking for, there's a podcast called Everything's Messy and she is having me on her podcast, which I'm so excited about because I don't know. I mean, that's just cool that someone even wanted to ask me to be on their podcast. So I'm really excited and I can't wait to meet her on there. I've listened to, uh, I know at least one of her podcasts and I really liked her. She seemed uh, nice and interesting and funny. So I like, I'm excited to meet her and I'm excited to be on there. And when I find out when it's going to be on, um, I'll talk about it on here and let everybody know. Um, just cause, and I guess we had a bunch of stuff in common. Like she has Hashimoto's too. She homeschools as well. Um, so I think that's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I am not a hundred percent sure what I'll be talking about next week. I will come up with that. So it'll be a surprise and you'll have to tune in to find out, but I will say goodbye for now until next Tuesday. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining me on life and DNA with Amanda and a join me on Tuesday as I talk about all things genealogy and DNA. See you then.